Are you challenging me to a match here tonight? You bet your British The Rock is challenging you to a match tonight. The British bomb! It's gonna be you and The Rock. You going one-on-one with a great one. And The Rock says this, after our match, we're gonna have ourselves a very nice Thanksgiving meal. A meal after the match? The Rock is gonna take a turkey. Oh no. Not a turkey. The Rock is gonna eat the breast, eat the wing, eat the thigh. But The Rock is gonna save you the drumstick. That was generous. This is not gonna be pretty. Then The Rock is gonna take that drumstick. He's gonna wash it off so it's nice and clean. He's gonna put some of that English Worcestershire sauce that you like to eat. Worcestershire sauce. And then in an act of American goodwill, The Rock is gonna bend you over, turn it sideways, and stick it straight up your candy. Hey, it's your boy, Grimbo Jones, talking about wrestling. WWE, baby. WWE. Whoop, whoop. Insane Clown Posse. Hatchet Crew. Rap, rap, rap-a-doo. Am I coming good? Yeah, you're coming in like uh, Dave Rudden on there. Right. <laughs> it's a Dave Rudden audio pal. You can tell. Welcome to Cheap Podcast, episode number 37. This is the unprofessional podcast about professional wrestling. I am your host, Dave Big Show is bad again, Rudden, uh, and I have two guests with me. Uh, Triple H is no longer doing his thing, Mike Grimm. <laughs> uh, Tyler, I don't really watch wrestling wild, but I watched this yes. one. You are the people being pitched the WWE Network. This pay-per-view was free. Mm-hmm. Oh. Grimm, you, will, you aren't subscribed to WWE Network. I'm not. I know right? you guys, so... We all are. <laughs> yes. And uh, we all watch a sad amount of wrestling. <laughs> and you have uh, Chris's subscription, which you probably never use, I would, I would uh, imagine. I do not use it unless he is using it, and, and I am in the room or walking through And there the is room. free beer in the room. Yes. <laughs> and Keith like David a trap. is saying something about WCW. <laughs> yeah. So I watch uh, all of the wonderful documentaries and yeah. revisionist history things he watches. <laughs> 30 uh, for 30. <laughs> I guess. That was a sports joke. ESPN documentary. Oh, Seriously. yeah. <laughs> so just blanket question. Yes. Would you keep subscribing if you had paid zero for this month and knew next month maybe they'll continue these stories into december uh me no but i would recommend all my friends do (laughs) because i did enjoy Mm. the uh whatever the survivor series the survivor (laughs) series yeah because i mean it was like uh What's going to happen? And then that Dolph guy looks like he uh, can't possibly move, but then he can. And it's like, wow. Mm-hmm. Deep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, that was a, it was 100% yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. That, that ending was like, hey, guess what? 
you're going to want to see the next couple months of wrestling. Yeah. Because based around that premise of the authority is gone and spoiler alert wrestler is back, yeah. is eh, it's going to have a pretty nice setup, I think, for the next couple months of storylines. Yeah. And what's going to happen with Adam Rose and the bunny? Oh, I mean, man. I, I liked your theory. Like, your, uh, you know, your, uh, what is it, the rumor that who is under the bunny suit? Is, uh, Darren Young? Yeah, it's Darren yeah. Young. I like that idea. That's, that's funny. One day Titus yeah. O'Neil will fight the bunny and bam, it's his old <laughs> partner. And then, whoa. Good stuff. I like the bunny because I like hearing the commentators come up with really good uh, rabbit puns. They're so bad. Rabbit they De Niro. Are... <laughs> rabbit De Niro. Man. <laughs> if your gamer tag is not Rabbit De Niro, please change it immediately. Yes. There's already a Twitter account, Rabbit De Niro. <laughs> I mean, so the biggest reveal, of course, was, um, well, I'll, I'll let uh, Krusty talk about it. I wanted to do something to help that boy, so I called my good friend Sting. He said, Krusty, when do you need me? I said Thursday. He said, I'm busy Thursday. I said, what about Friday? He said, Friday's worse than Thursday. Then he said, how about Saturday? I said, fine. True story. Replace Saturday with Sunday, and that's basically <laughs> the story of this pay-per-view. Um, Sting, the longest, basically the biggest holdout Hold from out. WWE. Like, has finally made his WWE debut mm-hmm. at Survivor Series. He interfered in the main event match. But we'll get to that, I guess, later on. We'll, we'll, we'll let's quick, quickly run through the card because there wasn't sure. much to it, really. Yes. Um, pre-show, there was two matches. There was Fandango, which we missed, mm-hmm. but we saw a replay of it. He had a nice shirt. Yeah, very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a new dance partner. Ooh. And that's about the long and the short of it. <laughs> um, the other one was Jack Swagger against Cesaro. This was because Rusev was busy in another match, so they needed non-American to wrestle against Americans. So. Yeah. Uh... Cesaro subbed. And the whole story with this match was like, Jack Swagger was beat up so bad that he couldn't compete in the main event. Yes, this is correct. <laughs> but he's fine to be in this match? To wrestle one of the best wrestlers currently in the league. Yeah. 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 Checks out. It checks out. Yeah, it checks yeah. out. A lot of heavy, big moves in that that looked slow and painful. Uh, wasn't a great match, but I don't know. They were hitting nice suplexes yeah. and good stuff that looked like... It looked like big sacks of potatoes falling down heavily, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, nice. Well, Cesaro's thing is that he picks up people without them having to jump, yes. which is kind of cool. Yes, definitely. Uh, moving on to the card proper. was The uh, the first match was the Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match. Uh, hey. So champions were Goldust and Stardust against... The Uso Brothers, mm-hmm. the Los Matadores, mm-hmm. I know that, I just said the twice, and uh, <laughs> the Miz and Damien Mizdow. <laughs> yes. Uh, this was pretty good. I mean, you know, I'm the Stardust uh, Goldust fanboy. I thought they were great. They yeah. work better as heels than they do as faces for sure. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, walking that line between face and heel is pretty fun. Uh, most Los Matadores, I don't care about. Usos, I don't really care <laughs> about anymore. But uh, yeah, uh, I had actually was not aware of the Mizdow thing until I saw this, and Boy, that's a great gimmick. Yeah, that's a yeah. really so. What's the gimmick. deal with that? He copies everything the Miz does. Yes. So Miz is technically a movie star. He's been in a bunch of right. WWE productions. So he was in um, the Marine Part Three and Part Four, <laughs> and he was in some Family Channel Christmas movie, oh, Christmas Bounty, where he plays a bounty hunter. Yeah, and, excellent. Uh, so now he's a big movie star. He a, and he needs the stunt double, yes. which is this other guy, My, Damien Mizdow. So he he like he even when he's out of the ring, he's doing everything the Miz does. Yeah, I really loved the commentators going, "That's not how stunt doubles work." Like we've identified the gimmick and, <laughs> and realized that uh, yeah. that is not actually in real life what would happen. That's if true. That were his stunt double. It's like you guys aren't supposed to be calling out the flaws yeah. in the mythology. I'm pretty convinced that JBL and Cole and uh, the King are terrible at this yeah. point they're not very good at what they do anymore it's like let's poke holes in things that we shouldn't be doing 
and let's not talk about matches when mm-hmm. we should be talking about matches. Uh, and I'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Yes, yes, the yes, next yes. match, the Divas uh, uh, Survivor Series match. But yes. yeah, it was it was nice to see the Miz and Miz Dow get a title. Yeah, and um, man, I really loved Stardust makeup. Stardust the, makeup looking really good. Yeah, putting a little bit more red into it. It differentiates him from his brother and makes him look like Kefka. That's true. And, uh, <laughs> you guys we're talking were, about that, yeah. You guys were thinking that someone was bleeding, but I saw it happen. Like, he rubbed <laughs> a bunch of red paint off his face onto someone's thigh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was great. like, it was it was. He's on, probably powerbombing yeah. him and his crotch was in his face, you know, it, it as was, you do. Yeah. <laughs> it was on one of the Matador Ace's thigh, and I'm like, oh, shit, did he, like, Gouge impale his, his thigh <laughs> on something? And are they trying to hide it? Oh, no, wait. He just literally rubbed his face on some dude's <laughs> thigh. No, uh, I think uh, <laughs> as a uh, wrestling outsider, mm-hmm. Goldust and Stardust are by far my favorite. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Cody Rhodes, like, Cody Rhodes, Ambrose, and, like, Bri- Way Bryant or Way Bray Wyatt are uh, just the best because of how much they overact and oversell yeah. things. And it just, it, like, it takes it to that level of melodrama that wrestling needs. And they're just, like, <laughs> like chewing the scenery and being really hammy, and I fucking love it. Yeah. Um, what's his face? I loved when uh, Stardust was just like, you shouldn't be cheering for Mizdow. You should be cheering for me. <laughs> and it's just the world's most obvious troll thing. It was pretty good. I think that opens up a lot of opportunities. The, the Them having the tag team titles, it's good for comedy. The yes. fact that like Miz holds up both titles. Mm-hmm. They and can, gets booed. Yeah. Well, like the last time Miz had a title... Uh, Ms. Dow held a, a miniature title, so Ms. Dow coming down the ring with two tiny tag team titles. That's promising. Yeah. And also, the fact that Ms. Dow's been in the WWE for like three years, mm-hmm. and he wasn't called Ms. Dow before, formerly Sandow. Sandow. Yeah. Uh, he's been in the WWE for almost three years. Hasn't ever had a title. Yeah. His first title win. His gimmick means he can't touch the title. Yes. That is like. Uh, Twilight Zone level, like, <laughs> my glasses are broken. Yeah. I do love seeing the crowd react so great there where it's like, boo, yay, boo, <laughs> yay. But did they know they wouldn't be cheering for Sando as much if Miz wasn't there? That's true. Yeah. All I could they should me, look all, inside themselves when they say that. All it reminded me of was miniature flags for some, abortions <laughs> for others. <laughs> Always twirling, twirling. <laughs> Towards the future. All right, so uh, moving on to the next match was the four-on-four Divas Survivor Series match. Yeah. Was, it was pretty good. Yeah, no. I, as far as Divas matches go, yeah. Yeah, and the fact that the announcers barely talked about it was it, they kind were of annoying. so like, checked out. Like, yeah. it was just like, hey, it's our 15-minute break. Like, they were literally talking about the fucking Mean Street Posse yeah. during a match, and it's like, that's you don't care at all. It's just like, if that's what you're talking about, is two guys in sweater vests from over 10 years ago who no one cares about or really yeah. remembers fondly, like... You don't need to talk about yeah. that. I mean, someone will call me out in the comments and go, "Oh man, Mr. Posse, you're great." And they yeah. weren't. No, I mean, it's like it's like a it's like if you have a uh, podcast about comic books and you talk about <laughs> a TV show, uh, maybe an Aaron Sorkin joint. I, um, like the whole time, it's like the come West Wing. On. Yeah, the you, West, yeah. If you talk maybe about the West Sports Wing. Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All right. So the thing about newsroom is that. <laughs> They're really Dave. They're, stop. They're using the Boston Marathon bombing. Stop. We can we can way do too this. long after the fact, and they're bringing up the fact that a kid died on a fictional TV show about news that's after the fact. Monday morning quarterbacking. Anywho, we can do this, but we have to take it mobile. This is a we, walk and talk this podcast. Is, yeah, now. this is true. <laughs> I thought that like there were some pretty rad submissions in that match. Yeah. Like I think that there were two different submissions where someone did like a bridge over their back while like. Submitting the other person. Naomi, Naomi had a good one. Yeah, that was good. And, and uh, Summer Rae's kind of terrible. 
I like oh, yeah. I like that she owned her terribleness. Yeah. And that, she was body splashing someone's arm, which is probably the least <laughs> efficient move I've ever seen in wrestling. It's like if you want to hurt someone's arm, yeah. uh, flop your belly on it a few <laughs> yes. times rather than just standing on it with your foot. Or anything. <laughs> or doing anything else. Yes. And then she missed a body splash on the arm and was hurt. And it's like there's like 5% difference in the ground <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that you land on when there's an arm there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that hurts you now. But I loved how chicken shit she was. Yeah, that was pretty good. Literally tagging out by somebody yelling at her. (laughs) I liked this match. It was good. That was a sweep too, right? It was a sweep, yeah. yeah. And um, uh, Tyson Kidd standing in front of his wife at the end. Mm -hmm. Pretty nice. With his Beats headphones on. Yeah. Just checked out. Apparently he was like (laughs) tweeting the entire match. (laughs) Saying like, they're taking my advice. We're winning. (laughs) It's pretty good. Yeah. It's like kind of an ARG. Yeah. Uh, Next generation wrestling. Yeah. He's really engaging a brand and the mm-hmm. fans. He's bringing the brands and the fans together. Mm-hmm. Wow. I like interacting <laughs> with brands on Twitter. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I really like Mountain Dew Kickstarter. Me and, too. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, I think that's one of our favorite things when we watch pay-per-views is being the Pepsi PR guy who's complaining about the fact that none of those things are either ever opened or being drank. Yeah. Because I think when uh, they were cutting back to Booker T and everyone else, like you could see the cans of Kickstarter, and none of them were even opened, and it was just like some Pepsi <laughs> PR guys like, "God damn it, just open the can, make it look like they will drink it once." These <laughs> bottles aren't even translucent; they don't actually have to drink it, unlike the Diet Dew. <laughs> wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. minute. <laughs> that can of Kickstarter isn't even open. <laughs> uh, so the next match up was Bray Wyatt versus Dean Ambrose. I like this a lot. Ending bad. Not a great, yeah. not a great ending. Rest of it though, pretty solid. Yeah, very cock tease ending. Where it, mm-hmm. I mean, the match was good, mm-hmm. and I mean, like that Bray Wyatt interview stuff, whatever. But I liked, I liked the fact that Dean Ambrose is still losing all the time. But at least he's like, he's losing because he's according to character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, I I mostly pay attention to the commentators because I think they're funny. I like them also just describing what's happening to the absolute lowest common denominator. <laughs> These guys are trying to out-crazy each other. <laughs> I couldn't get that from the way that they're making crazy faces at each other. No, no, no. Subtext is too much. You can't expect people <laughs> to... These guys aren't your average wrestlers. As you can see, one's wearing jeans and the other one's wearing a wife beater. Yes. And These a fedora, greaseball beard, and white pants. <laughs> But no, this was good. A lot of heavy moves in this one. Just like yeah. big fucking gross clotheslines and like lots of dropping. And I don't know. It was, I liked it. They definitely are two of, the, I think, two of the best workers in the WWE at the moment. And that's a good matchup. It's a nice, yeah. odd matchup. Those guys really go hard. And yeah. yeah, the ending was not great. Like the idea that he sets up all that stuff and then just stands in the ladder and walks away. I was like, really? Yeah. I mean, he's not even going to jump. And if the ending didn't make that clear with him burying him under tables, ladder, tables ladders, and chairs. Uh-huh. They'll be fighting again next month. Oh, okay. They literally announced it during the pay-per-view. They'll be having a match next month. But I guess they'll be able to use those things during the As match As opposed next to, month. you know, Wait. foreshadow with them by throwing them on yeah. top of a pile on the other guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good. That's some WWE poetry right there. Yeah. Up next was Adam Rose and the Bunny against Slater Gator. This may have been the most Who Cares match of the night. Yeah. I was totally checked out. I hate Adam Rose. I've hated Adam Rose since he was uh, put <laughs> into the league. Mm-hmm. I think he's terrible. I hate his gimmick. Nothing about him is interesting to me, and I wish he would go away. Um, I like the bunny because he's a, a man in a bunny costume. But this which, was also like... Which, again, the commentators noted. That is a man in a bunny costume. This is where we got the rabid De Niro comment. Yeah. Um, but again, so this is a total wash. <laughs> True. <laughs> but yeah, the bunny ends up tagging himself and forcibly getting the pin. 
in, which was almost literally a rehash of what we just saw, mm-hmm. where Mizdow tagged himself in to get the pin. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly the same thing. It's like hateable main guy gets overshadowed by lovable idiot second guy. This was like such a non-entity to me. Yeah. This whole match, I don't even remember what happened other than the rabbit one. Like, well, lest you forget, this match was started because they got into a fight while doing a toy commercial. That's cr- oh Jesus, you're right. I just thought that was a toy commercial. <laughs> WWE Power Slammers, Ugh. I want to say. Mm, that's close enough. They they've all they're the ones that their- twist at the torso. GI <laughs> Joe's never did that. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, uh, the fact that Titus O'Neil loses to either of those guys is comically hilarious and yeah. terrible. Who was the other guy, Titus O'Neil and... Heath Slater. The guy that used to be in Three Man Band. Yes. Yeah. Uh, man, talk about two fucking losers. Titus O'Neil is way bigger and way stronger and should be given better stuff to do. Yeah. Uh, Heath Slater, I don't care about him. Give that guy the axe. Well, Watch. somebody has to be pinned by a bunny. That's <laughs> very so, true. Somebody has to be the Glass Joe WWE, and it is like both the, the in Gabby body. J. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got to get something for the bunny to do. <laughs> Job into a fucking rabbit suit. Mm. Uh, so after that was the Divas Championship match. This lasted five seconds. Yes, yes. which uh, was a rehash of a previous title match from years ago. Yes, AJ, who was the champion coming into this Divas Championship match, she was the manager for Daniel Bryan back at WrestleMania. 28 which was in 2012 okay uh she kissed him at the very beginning of the match mm-hmm. after the bell rang he mm-hmm. got kicked in the face right after the bell right after that kiss by and then he no by Sheamus Sheamus and then he lost in like 10 seconds so this is a callback to that Brie kisses AJ and then AJ gets pinned in whatever 10 seconds yeah. she loses the title rumors are that AJ's gonna leave because she's married to CM Punk, mm-hmm. and you know he has nothing to do with WWE anymore, and right. she might not. Oh, that's mm. interesting. They should have like I don't know Cena kiss Ryback or something because I think yeah. that would go re- over really well. And they should yeah. do it in Florida or something. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure Alabama. the people of St. Louis would love. Yes. I don't know they're probably open to it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, dry rub. But I just I just felt that was a little. <laughs> it just feels a little like I don't know exploitative to have like. This whole match where, like, we're trying to present these women as in, mm-hmm. in the same league, we're going to have a girl-kissing-girl thing. And that's right. going to be how the match is decided. Like, I mean, without the, like, background of that being the literal match that happened yeah, several yeah, years yeah, ago, it would be pretty bad. And, you know, you're right. But I don't know. That was fine to me. I was like, I don't really particularly care. Yeah. But, but it was also I mean, really... the Bella Twins, to me, are the least interesting in the Diva League. Like, they're not very good. Like, I know they're yeah. on Total Divas and they get a lot of coverage. But everyone, like, Natalia's good. Paige is great. Uh, I, I mean, great. I guess it's also been getting that, better, but like, okay, okay, yeah, Being like just a, like a cheap surprise move. It was also yeah, yeah, just absolutely. boring. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. why couldn't the sisters have kissed? Yeah, I know yeah. it could have been like a Budweiser commercial <laughs> and twins. <laughs> We're into incest. <laughs> that is the grossest concept. Have you ever been into that? It's like, come on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do you want to? Oh, why twins? <laughs> I want these two girls that grew up together and know each other intimately to suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Chief Popcast. Yes. For all ages. Uh, so moving on to the main event, Team Cena versus Team Authority. Mm-hmm. This uh, was better than expected. I don't know. It, it, I feel like it started well and ended well. There's a little bit of like, blech in between. True, true. Yeah. I was shocked by the outcome. Mm. <laughs> nice. 
Mm-hmm. I remember, like, I didn't even know this match was happening until we watched, like, the pre-roll stuff. And I was just like, oh, my God. This is, like, the world's biggest collection of, like, mid-carters that I don't care about. <laughs> but it actually worked out perfectly because every mid-carter just had to have a nice little spot where yeah. they didn't have to go the full length of a match. So everyone got to, like, shine for a little bit and then leave. Yeah. And it was like, that's exactly what all these guys need. With the exception of maybe Ziggler. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ziggler, this seemed like the biggest push for him, right? Yeah. He was really having, like, a Passion of the Christ kind of like <laughs> Beat him down for five minutes, and then he'll walk around. He'll carry a cross on his back. God, right, right. I uh, love, like, how the Philistines throw some rocks at him, but he'll endure. <laughs> I love how destroyed they can be where he can't even, like, crawl across the ring to, to tag mm-hmm. out. And eats several finishers. Uh-huh. Keeps going. And then just comes back, yeah. A guy who traditionally taps out to, you know, a regular move or whatever. But like you said, there was a lot of uh, giant ham hawks mm-hmm. that had to get eliminated. Yeah, like Mark Henry gets killed immediately by the you know WMD, the yeah. worst finisher in any wrestling league of all time. Mm-hmm. Maybe a, maybe a, a giant Baba's like chop is yeah. probably <laughs> just. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but it's literally like a light chuck to the chin, like he's just saying, yeah, just hey, and then Mark Henry's dead. But Mark Henry is arguably just as bad as Big Show, where it is they are overaged, immobile guys that mm-hmm. no longer can wrestle. Like so, they come out and just are there to be big, and that's yeah. a thing. So I think it made the most sense for him to go for. First and then Big Show to leave under dubious circumstances. Yeah. I feel like Big <laughs> Which Show... Which don't matter in the end. Spoiler. <laughs> like, I feel like he might be like a robot made of like oil barrels. Like he's got two <laughs> oil barrels strapped together with a chest. He has gotten strangely like proportioned even more than usual. Like his chest is now bigger than his gut, mm-hmm. which didn't used to be the case. So it's like, how is your chest still growing at like 50? <laughs> like yeah. it's very strange. Anyway. And his... Lower body is getting smaller, yeah, which yeah. is really creepy. I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it, Big Show. Change your <laughs> genetic layout. Um, <laughs> don't have your uh, gigantism disease, <laughs> oh, please. Uh, so yeah, Mark Henry is first. Who's the next to go? Ryback. Uh, that's right. Ryback had like a little moment. Uh, no. Yeah, that was like a little uh, craziness, and he gets curb stomped. Mm-hmm. Then was Rusev uh, doing the splash through the table. That's right. Yeah, the I Rusev like jackassing himself is yeah, in our Twitter. Nice. Friends, I like so, Rusev because yeah. he's a Street Fighter character. And yeah, yeah Rusev's great. Cool. Yeah, he's and also still not pinned. Still not pinned, right? Yeah, so he gets out of this uh, with his gimmick. Uh, then it was Rowan. Rowan. He of the yes. uh, Rugrats slash goth that theme. That theme song is so weird. Anyway, but yeah, he got eliminated and then what? Then uh, Cena was betrayed. Cena was betrayed by Big Show, punched him in the noggin again, and yeah. then he died. And Big Show left. Then uh, then was like <laughs> Dolph Ziggler getting everybody. Kane, yeah. then yep. Harper. Luke, Harper, and then a bunch of shit happened, and people laid down for way longer than they should have. <laughs> yes. And then who came out, Dave? I don't have that clip anymore, but uh, <laughs> Krusty's best friend Sting. Krusty's best friend Sting came out. I thought I was convinced like it was going to be Randy Orton because yeah, you know, the crowd was standing for it and it's in St. Louis and it was just like oh this, this is totally pure. But then yeah. the long, 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 long teased thing actually <laughs> happened, and out comes the Stinger baby. Mm-hmm. And then all I could think of was Stinger moving his Sting mask from that famous GIF. And I was like, <laughs> He's back. Yeah, but no, he uh, comes out. Uh, him and Triple H stare at each other for forty-five minutes. And then hey, they, guess what's guess who's gonna fight at WrestleMania? I uh, please who I I, I, uh, I couldn't tell you. I mean, you're the pro here, Dave. Two of the very best wrestlers will uh, be in the main event, I would assume. Brock Lesnar and Doink mm. Four. Yes, <laughs> excellent. But yeah, they're obviously sowing the seeds for like Sting versus Triple H. 
they're both about the same age. Also, we were yeah. we were kind of goofing on Sting because the camera was getting his bald spot. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> unglamorous shots of Sting's emerging bald spot. And the fact that he has full face paint except for his uh, chin beard. Oh god, yes, chin beard is <laughs> yeah. fucking gross. Like it's so <laughs> fast chin beard thing. I'm like, yo, please stop. stop well, like chin. I don't know, like uh, beards are okay, but anytime face paint stops to meet the beard, <laughs> yeah. it looks like garbage. You look like <laughs> shit because it just looks like. I don't know. Just you have all this color, and then you just have like imagine Goldust scra- with a mustache, scraggly like blonde shit growing out of all that like color. But no, um, that was uh, that was a big surprise for me. I did not expect him to have anything to do with this. But I guess that was they actually got to live up to their "nothing will be the same" kind of bullshit yeah. sell up to this because it's like, well, you know, Triple H and Stephanie are technically gone for whatever foreseeable future there is, and Sting steps in and. Note, the only guy that can bring them back is one John Cenar. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, even Tyler and I, two fucking rubes, were kind of like, oh, so Cena's going to have to bring them back because Sting is too wild and crazy. Yeah, I mean, WWE, that's, right? Obviously, that's one idea. A, a plot where <laughs> Cena turns for whatever reason and brings them back. I mean, mm. good, like, the only reason to put that stipulation in place is for a Cena yes. storyline yeah. in the future. It's some Chekhov's gun shit for sure, where it's <laughs> just like, the only one that can bring them back yeah. is Cena. He said he would never do it. <laughs> well, I foresee, like, your your wife is on life support, Cena. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, only, uh, we'll only keep her on life support. That's actually, you... a, that's actually a, um, an action figure you can get at Toys R Us. The, your wife is on life support, Cena. Yeah. He comes with uh, uh, flowers and uh, And face tissues. in his hands action. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and his shirt says, uh, keep calm and don't give up, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Keep calm and don't pull the plug. Yeah. Excellent. Oh. What do you think, right. Dave? Where do you think this goes? Where speculation. Think... Pure speculation. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, Sting versus Triple H at WrestleMania. Sure. That way, Triple H can still stay on TV. Stephanie, I don't know, she can step away for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Triple H can probably also step away for a while and then come back around WrestleMania season. Um, they, they literally just, like, set up vacation time. for this Yeah, pretty thing. much. Yeah. Um, though I like... I like uh, Seth Rollins is cronies. I hope they stay around. Yeah, hired goons. Yeah, goons. hired goons. Hired goons. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like they, they I don't think they're gonna. They, they're not gonna bring Sting back. I don't think until well, Rumble or so. Okay. Um, but you know they have Roman Reigns back next month. Oh uh, right, right, right. Yeah, I feel like next month's show will be pretty cool. Does Lester not come back to WrestleMania? Uh, he's gonna do at least one more title defense. Okay. And people are. The rumor is it's going to be next month instead of Royal Rumble because the Royal Rumble match always overshadows. Yeah, yeah, so next month they'll be, yeah. It's just hilarious to me to see Brock fucking Lesnar. Seth Rollins still holding the money in the bank and there's literally yeah. no way that he can cash it in. You until... should get an extension on it. That's a weird it's thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> When's the next money in the bank? It's uh, July, I think. July, yeah. yeah. Okay, he's got a little while. It's like taxes. You can get an extension <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> for reasons. What do you think, though, is going to happen to the ref in that last match? <laughs> All four of them. <laughs> what's what's their storyline going to look like? They're going to get knocked out and sleep for twenty minutes uh, when it's convenient to do so. They still have skulls that are one mile, one millimeter thick. Yeah. <laughs> the softest blow. I need to it's watch that again to see it. if they at least cycled out the first referee back in, <laughs> or if the the last referee was just like the strongest one. <laughs> These kind of things are important. It's the referee hunger games. Yeah. You could do like power meter levels for referees. <laughs> <laughs> Little Nate's clearly the highest. So Actually, I mean, yeah. When, when, when Sting arrives, apparently everybody's damage intensifies. Yes. And yeah. fold. I think you said something about effect, Tyler. Like, the, the, both guys just hit one finisher on each other, laid down the entire time. Nobody had to do an additional finisher. I think, uh, was it 
Stephanie just got somebody thrown into her, and she yeah. fell down, and she was out cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, 500 action points required to do anything with the sting reveal. It's yeah. just like, nope. He has an can't area play of that a, card. Can't yeah. do yeah. He has an area of effect aura that just, uh, yeah. it's a poison effect. Everybody around him <laughs> just collapses. Yeah. But then he put his amulet on um, Dolph Ziggler, and that's how he's able to get the pin, and then right. immediately jump up yes. after winning. And be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Bask in the glory of being Dolph Ziggler. And then John Cena hugged him, which is another plus 500. <laughs> that's true. <yes. laughs> His merch sales. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to find the key to immortality, and I think I need John Cena to hug me yeah. if I'm going to live an extra fifty years. But yeah, as, as mentioned briefly, that's a nice plug for Ziggler. He deserves yeah. it. He's a hard worker. He does good stuff, and uh, yeah, got to see him getting a little love in a main event like that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, anywho, that does it for the recap portion of Cheap Popcast. We'll be back with some fun audio goodness. Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling will return after these messages. One, two, is this on? <laughs> Yo, Jimmy, hit me with that triple H. Yeah, you let the music keep playing, Mr. Thunder. Yo, tell me who your time it is, yeah. Hey ho there, welcome to the break for Cheap Hopcast episode number 37. This is your host Dave Rudden, uh, doing what I always do during the break, which is talk about the Raw that followed, the pay-per-view we chatted about. In this case, it was an uneventful show, which is a little bit surprising, seeing as how TLC is in three weeks instead of the normal four. But it was a it was an entertaining show overall, uh, gave fans a lot to cheer about. Daniel Bryan's return was unexpected, and it was a pretty nice thing, even if it did lead to the first half hour of the entire show being all interviews. The show itself could have been better. Good to see Miz and Miz Dow retain their titles and do exactly what I said, and, and have Miz Dow bring souvenir belts to the ring while Miz kept holding on to the actual championships. Um, good to see that AJ is going to be remaining in the title picture. I was a little bit worried that was kind of a send-off at the Survivor Series. It was also good to see uh, Mercury and Noble, uh, hired goons, get a little bit more significance. I thought they would be gone with Stephanie and Triple H, so if they could get these one-off bouts every once in a while, it would be pretty, pretty nice. The Raw could have used more Cesaro for my liking, and... When you tease a battle royal and don't deliver it, that's, uh, that's a way to get to the very top of my shit list. But apparently they deliver that at SmackDown, and they have two more weeks, but uh, so far the TLC card needs a little bit more spice to it. You know, Ambrose versus White will be cool. Um, Ryback versus Kane, meh. We'll see how the, the title picture plays out over the next three weeks. Anywho, uh, now let me throw some quick plugs your way. Um, visit lasertimepodcast.com. There's a lot of cool content outside the podcasts on that site now. There's Anime Watch, the SNL Viewers Club, which I will drop into most weeks. There's an anniversary article about the Sega Saturn. Maybe we'll see one for the PlayStation, because I think that one's uh, coming right up. And, of course, the Laser Time shows itself laser time podcast i'm on this week's episode about uh, various marathons we watched when we were younger and of course the mst3k marathon that happens every thanksgiving 
There's also VG Empire. They're just coming off Rocktober with a neat episode about uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Uh, Cape Crisis had a cool Thanksgiving treat in the form of a countdown of the 75 best Marvel stories. I think they only did like the top 25, but they touched on the rest of the list. And Video Game Apocalypse covering all the big holiday games uh, releasing this month. And if you want to support these shows and those articles, please donate to us. There's a link on the left-hand side of the site that helps keep uh, these shows frequent and our equipment decent. There's the Laser Time store on the left-hand side of the site as well. That's where you can buy t-shirts for all five of the podcasts under the Laser Time Network banner. And you can use Amazon links, you know, with Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and the holiday buying season in front of us. Anything you're going to buy on Amazon.com, please click on one of our links. It'll take you to a specific product, but just buy whatever you're going to buy during that same visit, and we'll get a couple nickels back in our pockets, and it'll help immensely. So thank you again for listening to this break, to this show, to Laser Time Podcasts in general. I'll let you go back to the rest of this show. And now back to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Welcome back to G-Podcast, episode number 37. Uh, so Survivor Series is the WWE's uh, traditional Thanksgiving pay-per-view. And guys, what is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Um, the gobbledygooker. No. Uh, tofurkey. No. <laughs> uh, uh, tofurkey roast. Close. <laughs> but no. It's, uh, it's mashed potatoes. Hey. And, and uh, what also starts with mash? Mashups. Oh, oh, nice. This is very clear, Dave. I like yeah. this. This is good. That's a very good segue. <laughs> uh, right? Yeah, good, good, good. Um, yeah, this, this pay-per-view brought to mind uh, some mashup themes. We actually heard one during the show. Mm. Uh, I'll play that to kick things off. But, yeah, traditionally when two WWE personalities who used to be singles wrestlers ah, okay. form a tag team, the WWE attempts to create a mashup theme out of that. I know the theme you're talking about. Do you now? Let's see. Shattered Dreams. Mm-mm. No. That's technically not, because it's the start of Goldust theme, and uh-huh. then it's Cody Rhodes. Oh. Uh, AK, uh, it's Stardust's thingle, singles theme, like, just cut into ah. the very beginning. Okay, okay. Gotcha. But anyway, yeah, yeah, you're probably not going to get it, because it's the the most losingest people on this entire pay-per-view. <laughs> most losingest. Yes. Wow. 
Slater Gator. Yeah. And Ga- the, gamer Gator. Yes. <laughs> uh, the fact that I the theme that I pulled was just pulled off a show and not like their like apparently their official theme isn't anywhere. Oh, that's as good as you can get, huh? Yeah. It's yeah. a rip off of WWE main event. Nice. Dedication, Dave. Yeah. So Slater Gator. This is uh, the three man band guy in Titus O'Neil. Yeah. All right. And the the guy who was in three man band who had his two uh friends they were fired basically. Mm-hmm. Still has a song called Three Man Band. So he's a one man band, but, but still. Yeah. No, yeah. He's having a real identity crisis <laughs> at this point. Yes, uh, you brought up um Goldust and Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. They they also had a mashup theme. Oh. And uh kind of a a meta game I'd like to play throughout this is at the end I'd like us to pick out which is the best mashup theme okay. in WWE history. Alright. Um Goldust and Cody Rhodes had a theme and it was hot garbage, in my opinion. <laughs> okay. I'm not a fan of it. Let's hear it. So Cody Rhodes' thing was called Smoking Mirrors. Smoke and Mirrors. Ugh. Okay, now it's all right. That whole vocal bit? No, pass. Guess what? It's coming back. Yes, it is. Ooh. Yep. Oh, man, it's got like vocoder, like auto-tuned echo. See, that's a traditional. That's my that's my gold dust theme. My goldie yeah. theme right there. But then, yeah, I hear this guy warbling over it. But maybe maybe it just takes time. It's like that Rules of Nature theme from Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, you know? It's like, <laughs> I hated that song at first, but now it's the best. Mm-hmm. So I want you to play this on repeat all day while you're at work tomorrow. Oh, right? man, I'm going to have the worst day <laughs> at work tomorrow of all Hey, time. you're going to like it by the end, though. Guess what, guys? It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I'm going to burn off, because I know Kofi Kingston's theme, but he was in a tag team with another wrestler called... Uh... Is it SOS? Is that what it's? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, some weird high tempo Jamaican song. Okay. But he was in a tech team called Airborne with this guy named Evan Bourne. And I don't remember Evan Bourne's theme at all, but I'm just going to play this because we'll see how it plays. Sure. So this guy had generic butt rock and... Oh, boy. (laughs) Hard pivots. (laughs) Goosh. Does it go back to it? We'll see. Uh-huh. With that fake tatois. Uh, yeah, I think he would have yeah, introduced the rock back point. into yeah. it. It's funny because that first song, when he said Airborne, it sounds just like a song from like Ace Combat, Assault Horizon, mm-hmm. where it's just like... And, you know, it's just like really aggressive uh, airplane yeah. music, which makes sense in the term Airborne, yeah. but no, that's awful. That's just, here's one thing, and then here's another. It's like, do you like vanilla ice cream? Here's a scoop of that, and now here's some anchovies. <laughs> so it's not a, yeah, it's not a mashup. That's just... Two different songs, one played before the other. Mm-hmm. It's like when Bart's uh, twin brother stitched that uh, pigeon and the rat <laughs> together. <laughs> By the way, uh, in on a few occasions, they actually also meld the names of the theme songs together. Uh-huh. So Cody Rhodes' song... Why do I keep saying thong? <laughs> I don't want to say Cody Rhodes in a thong, you guys. 
uh, Cody's song is called Smoke and Mirrors. So their combined theme was called Golden Smoke. Okay. And of course, like a... It's a rum Kofi, hack of gold. Yeah, Kofi Kingston's song is called SOS, and his partner is called... His partner's name was Evan Bourne, mm-hmm. and that song was called Born to SOS. That doesn't make any wow. sense. Born to call for help. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Everything is too much. <laughs> I'm so weak, <laughs> and I know Morse code, but it's all I know. Guys, dit 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 da 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 <laughs> dit 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 <laughs> Uh, so to that effect, the next song I'm going to play is called "Crank the Walls Down." <laughs> I know, break the walls down. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think "Crank" was ever a part of this particular person's theme, uh, but this guy does have, I think, the most mm. uh, mash upable theme. Okay, because you'll hear it more than once. <laughs> oh God! Tapping out. I'm tapping out. Ugh. Oh, that's yeah. real bad. Uh. Is this Jericho recording it? It could be. That this- sounds like him screaming, to be honest. That might have been like a byproduct of like, look, you're going to give me another theme. I'm going to actually make my shitty band do it. <laughs> yes. What's the name of his band? Fozzie. Good God. Yep, that's right. Waka Waka. <laughs> Man, that is super duper bad. And that really sounds like a circus. That's a guy who, as time has gone on, I've learned to respect less and less. Because he was, like, probably my favorite wrestler during uh, when he came out. But, you know, now he's a jobber to the stars, and he's getting older and spikier hairder, and I have to <laughs> deal with more of things that are his band and not him wrestling. Like, yeah. the only reason it's good that time marches on is that we're getting further and further away from this, this Still, era of music. Like, we were talking the night, though. Like, Vince's song is the same song he had 15 yeah. years ago. And so was What's-His-Face's Big Show's. Like, Big Show is still using that song. <sighs> but and people can't, like... They can't possibly, like, unironically be making this music anymore. Are they? I don't know, man. I could, I would love to... In, some, for someone to interview, like, the internal music guys that do the themes for the WWE, that would be a fantastic thing. Like, there is actually a... There's a documentary for that. Is there? Yeah. Wow, I would watch that. I like mundane, boring things about, yeah. like, tertiary stuff no one cares about, so this is right up my alley. But the thing is, the guy who does the WWE themes is, he's pretty boring. <laughs> okay, okay. And he's just like, well, here's how I came up with Goldust theme. Do, 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 so he just do, plays do, the Goldust theme? Do, do, do. Yeah, no, he's he... like, I liked, I liked this, and this reminded me of this song. It, there are some interesting, like, hmm. yeah. like okay. he, he reveals, like, how the Rocks theme has basically been the same his entire career, even, like, going back to being, like, the, like, stupid nation of happy g- happy guy when he first started wow yeah okay huh and then he's like well then when he turned bad i changed this and then i just <laughs> i kept he kept the same baseline the entire time which is huh. pretty rad i don't know okay i could watch this yeah where's this available dave it's on the wwe network and how much is that a month it's uh 9.99 but it's also free for the rest of the month Ooh. even if you didn't get the pay-per-view if you oh. if you want to sign up for the last i don't know two days six or seven days <laughs> yeah. yeah go ahead all right cool um, I have something to do over Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, I will be at Auburn doing nothing with my time. There you so go. Might as well get your iPad out and, <laughs> and ignore my dad and grandma. <laughs> so I think there was actually, I might, I might be wrong, and I'll, I'll, I'll turn this off if it's incorrect. Uh, but we'll fact check you on this day. Yeah. Well, I think they did combine 
Vince's theme with somebody else's. Okay. Uh, the corporate ministry. Yes. Which was uh, yes, yes, yes. This was, Undertaker was, and Vince. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This was spawned from "It's Me, Austin." It was me all along. The, one of the greatest moments in wrestling yeah. history. So it's Vince's theme mixed with Undertaker's theme. I want to say, but I could be wrong. And hopefully this. Is... Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. This is what I want played at my funeral, by the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dedicated. If I have to choke out your dad and your mom <laughs> to put this in the PA, yeah. I'll do it, Dave. <laughs> I will respect your wishes, yes. sir. <laughs> if you could choke slam them, that would, that would make it extra. Perfect. And then I will drag your coffin behind my car just like Big Boss Man did. <laughs> 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 oh god. How are these, like, each worse than the one before it when the worst one was the first one? <laughs> uh, we are here to remember David Rudden. <laughs> Welcome to the final episode of Cheap Podcast, <laughs> Dave Rudden's eulogy. <laughs> so the reason I remember that theme so much is, uh, I think it was in WWF 2000 for the N64, and uh, I assigned that theme to a wrestler that I created. <laughs> okay, okay. And he was uh, his name was the Higher Power because Good, yeah. that was that was the entire lead up to the Vince uh, saying it was me. Right. He was the Higher Power, but I was like, no, nah, the Higher Power should be cooler than that. Yes. And I made him. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> if I, only I ran things. And you got to. Hear, I was like, in high school when I did that, you guys. Yeah, yeah. And you got to hear the ultra compressed version of that song several times on the cartridge, which yeah. was really nice. <laughs> and the Titan Tron, which was literally like a three image GIF. Yes, yeah. Four frames. It was like you were doing a page by page animation, just yes. like one, two, three. <laughs> All right. My so, stick figure did a sweet yeah. jump on his bike. So, uh, hopefully, better mashup of the big show and somebody else was uh, another tag team he was in. The tag team was called Show Miz. Do you know who he tagged with? Um, Damian Sando. Right. Excellent. Jesus Christ, man. These are abominable. Like, this is worse than Nickelback. This is worse than, like, Creed. (laughs) Man, this sounds like the world's most budget Linkin Park cover, man. Yeah. Slamming through my table. (laughs) Man, the fucking wiki wiki scratching is bad. (laughs) Nothing says urban like the big show. The big show, father of three Mm. from Wisconsin. Where is he from? Uh, Land of Giants? <laughs> Land of Giants, yes, correct. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Can't even let the bridge go without, like, a, let's just drop Big Show in there. It's like a yeah, just sound effect board. Like Chris on the sound <laughs> effect board. That's my metaphor. Don't you want to just drive Big around in your dad's Toyota just blasting that? Go mudding in my dad's Toyota. That is not 
None of these are even like remotely passable, Dave. So, I have to pick a best of that. We're in a dead tie. We're in a tie for dead last right now with every single theme so far. I would <laughs> yes. say. Uh-huh. I think uh, the cruising USA theme song is uh, winning for me right <laughs> yeah. now, even though it's not in the competition. Well, we've got one more. Okay. And this is the most recent mashup. Okay. It's a, this is a tag team that's they've just recently been divested of their mashup theme because they've broken up. One of the members was in the main event, but was a non-factor. Mm-hmm. Mark Henry. No. <laughs> oh. Rybaxel. Uh, yes. So here we have Ryback, and his, his tag team partner was Curtis Axel. Mm-hmm. And his theme was taken from his father, which was Mr. Perfect. Ah. Uh. Kurt Henning? Yes. Nice. Look at me with my yeah. wrestling knowledge. I'm very pleased with myself. This is fine. This feels like the most natural mm-hmm. like mixture of these things that we've heard. Get your crunchy stuff and then your horns in front. Yeah. Eh, you know. I don't hate this. And there's no like angsty guy going <laughs> over everything, which helps. Oh. That's it. That's it's it, just, just the, the hay? hay? Yeah. All right, fine. Well, winner. Ryback's theme itself has that, Clear like, uh, eat on the table, that's what you are. But, <laughs> yeah, they, they cut it out, it out yeah. That's smart. I'm going to place this pin on Ryback and yeah. winner, uh, winner, winner, actual. chicken dinner. <laughs> this sounds like it could fit in the uh, Ace Combat Assault Horizon oh, yeah. soundtrack as well. Here's how to avoid missiles. <laughs> Press RT to barrel roll. Feed, Feed me more surface-to-air missiles. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Right. Yeah, well, that's... So that, that's a... It's not the complete history of WWE mashups. There's probably one or two I missed, and if there are, please tell me in the comments, because I will include them during breaks and closing segments. We need to figure about so Cactus it's... Doink. And, uh... <laughs> well, that's the thing. You can't, sur- you can't just do WWE mashups, because yeah. there's dozens of them on YouTube and they're uh-huh. even more amateurs than that. And they're all Those uh, were we AMVs only listened with yeah. Uh, Goku. Yeah. There may have been one like a non-professional one that I accidentally put in there, but they're usually terrible. One two, one two three Tyson kid. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you want me to look one up, I will. I kind of do. If I want to hear an amateurish kid who's like slamming yeah. two of these things together. Can I hear Stone Cold Rock? Uh, yeah, that one for sure will be yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I do think you should commission someone to make some terrible, like, Wine Rock. Uh, <laughs> wine Rock. <laughs> uh, cheap podcast intro. All right. Wow, there are... <laughs> let's see. Do you want to hear If You Smell Glass Shattered? Or <laughs> I, w- I Won't Do Your Role? Um, I'm going to go with If You Smell Glass Shattered, because that's yeah, yeah, right. the worst That possible. That does have uh, 11,000 views to... I won't do your role. That only has uh, 1,000, so... <laughs> okay. We know which one is uh, ace here. Yes, which one is the Grammy winner? I can't even hear the Stone Cold in this. Well, there's a class at the beginning. <laughs> Three times, I might add, which is unnecessary. This is a fan mashup, so it'll probably just be hard cuts. Yeah. I'm keeping this on. Yeah, and we got to hear Stone Cold. This is a four-minute song. 
If we have to wait, we have to wait till three minutes thirty seconds to hear. This is an Iron Man match as yeah. of right now. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Uh huh. Hard chop from Davy yeah. Boy Rudden. Eleven thousand views, folks. Remember that video you made that you put. Uh, all right, it's given ahead two minutes. It's just really one one. All right, and even then, it's like the rap version of Stone Cold's theme, like the second remix one that came out, like when they had a Public Enemy do the Xbox. All right, fuck it, I'm gonna hear. I won't do roll. All right. There we go. Perfect. That's what I wanted. Thank you, Sander Newbrand on YouTube. <laughs> Lots of glass shattering. Yeah, there, that, exactly. Just play the two themes on top of each other, you and goddamn dolt. It's not that hard. Well, it's the big show. <laughs> just need one of those in there, and then, mwah, you have yourself. WWE Bula Base. That's, that's a mashup you'd put on your Thanksgiving table. There you go. Mm. Remember mashed potatoes, how we got into this yeah. conversation? Yeah. <laughs> do you think The Rock will ever do a cooking show where he makes mashed potatoes? Could yeah. be. And then ask everyone if they <laughs> smell. Would you, do you think Big Show would be on Diners, Drives-In, and Drives? Yeah. yeah. Trying, mm. trying diners, Drives-In, drives and Drives. drives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Food Network. Mm. Only if he punches out, um, what's his face, with the big hair? Guy, guy Fieri. 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 Yeah. <laughs> there was a guy in the thing about Fedora Guy 316, I think was assigned during the Survivor Series tonight, and all I could read it was, was Guy Fieri 316. Uh. <laughs> I was like, man, perfect. <laughs> And that's the sign I'm bringing to WrestleMania this year, guys. So look out for me. Yep. Five gear. For me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that will do it for episode number 37 of Cheap Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening, rating, reviewing on iTunes, all that good stuff, listening to all the Laser Time shows, uh, Laser Time itself, VG Empire, VG Game Apocalypse, Cape Crisis, and us. Am I missing anything? Hulk Dick. Hulk Dick. <laughs> Listen to Hulk Dick. <laughs> I've heard of all those shows. Uh and uh, yeah, well, you guys have plugs. Tell me them. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go play Dragon Age Inquisition. Mm. Uh, you can uh, hear thoughts about that uh, by following me on Twitter, Tyler underscore Wild. Pseudobred on Twitter, Vice Principles. Not your Vice Principal, but your what thing you believe on <laughs> Tumblr. That was almost as bad as H E N E R E N E R G R G Y on Tumblr and Instagram. All right, so to close out the ep- the episode, as we do every month, uh, we will play the winner of the predictions contest from last month for Hell in a Cell, and the winner from last month was Ann Patton. We've actually, so in addition to this, we've also played one of Ann Patton's picks for the break during the middle of the episode. Um, by the way, so the predictions contest for this month, uh, because I didn't know who Fandango was going to fight, I wrote Fandango or TBA, and more than half of the people pick TBA, just because Fandango is that much of a loser in everybody's eyes. But uh, Ann Patton <clears throat> picked Sting's theme. Hey, yeah. he, just it's almost me like a note. he knew. Yeah, well, he just sent me a note. Uh, okay, so, okay. Uh, yes, we'll be playing out with Sting's theme. Uh, I know it's not a cool mashup, but if you guys want to say anything about it while we play this episode out, feel free to do that. Mm. This isn't, by the way, what played at the end of the pay-per-view. We're not that quick. Can't turn it around that fast. <laughs> We're working in real time here, yeah. folks. It's like newsroom. Yeah. <laughs> Feet on the ground. We can't tell. Hey, you got oh. no hindsight to work with. 
I'll let it some crows in and post. Cacaw! Cacaw! Okay. So, this is very morose. It is. This is a guy who stood up in rafters for like a year. (laughs) No chance. That's what you got. (laughs) No chance in hell. Alright, yes, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back uh, for something soon.